beautiful uh, Easter Sunday and uh, Passover started a couple days uh, previous to this. It uh, runs, I guess, April 15th through the 23rd. I'm happy to be sharing both that uh, those holidays with a uh, good friend, Chris Styers. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. What have you been watching lately in your uh, in your your uh, living room there? Well, I watched King Richard. Oh, okay. You finally got that. Okay. I finally watched that, and I watched The Black Widow. Oh, okay. And, uh, the movie uh, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Shadow Recruit. With huh. Kevin Costner and oh. uh, Chris Pine. Oh yeah, right. Okay, I've seen that. I've seen the advertising for that. Right. Okay. Yeah. You threw me when you said Kevin Costner because I re- he's not the lead, right? He, no, no, no. Right. He's Pine's. Pine is Jack Ryan. Yeah. No. Right. Right. I get that. So yeah, I um I've been watching almost exclusively documentaries, um, uh-huh. which I, I'm not sure why I'm into that mode, but. I finished one and I started another one called The Making of a Murderer, uh-huh. which is so I don't know how many people know. I wrote the original script for a movie called Devil's Knot, yeah. which was based in um, a book called Devil's Knot, which was about these teenagers who got accused of killing these um, four young eight-year-old boys in, uh-huh. a, in brutal fashion. Um, and it's basically a miscarriage, a huge, huge miscarriage of justice, according to what I was able to figure out. And this movie, The Making of a Murderer, has almost, it's weird, not, not, the boys aren't killed, but this one guy is blamed and they get hit. Anyway, it, I would highly recommend it. It's a 20 episode, uh, documentary. They do the first part in the season one or part one is, 10 episodes and then they get into part two which is trying to exonerate this one guy oh my god chris you can't imagine the the you just sit there infuriated by it's impossible not to be emotionally involved in this um so well i started watching one that you recommended and i was just the first episode i was getting infuriated uh the keepers oh yeah Oh. oh my god yeah yeah, that doesn't, none of that ends well, um, unfortunately. Anyway, yeah, it, it, they've done some amazing work on Netflix with those documentaries and it's keeping yes. me away from all the other stuff. I, I am, I, I'm, I can't look away from yeah. the one, from this one called The Making of a Murderer, but you should, you should check it out. It'll be, it gets, I, I don't know how it gets more and more and more compelling, but it, and, yeah. and there's definitely, uh, the biggest, thing that bothers me about this is the same thing that bothered me with devil's knot was the real murderer or murderers is still out there and the because the police focused so much on these three teenagers um the west memphis three they pretty much ruined any other investigatory path because all the evidence whatever evidence they gathered was focused on on convicting or or arresting charging these three teenagers somebody got away with murder four murders four teen yet three eight-year or four eight-year-old boys my lord my lord the problem i'm sorry i misspoke it's not i just remembered it's not three four year four eight-year-old kids it's three eight-year-old kids um it's been a while since i wrote the wrote the script so i can be excused i guess 
anyway, um, it's three teenagers, three eight-year-old boys. Horrible story. Anyway, uh, so we are Pop Points Podcast. My friend Christopher Styers, ChristopherStyers.com. He's also on Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble, Smashwords, uh, Goodreads, you name it. He's, he's a uh, published author and a screenwriter. He, his book, his last book, uh, Double, uh, uh, what was it? Desire in, and in witchery. witchery. Right. Just dropped a few weeks ago. So you can check that out. And, um, he, I think you'll be mightily impressed with his work. It's terrific. It's, uh, uh, give me a give me a thumbnail of desire and witchery. I did something. It's part of my Thurian Chronicles series, mm-hmm. and I did something totally different with this one. Well, That's we'll maybe if depending on what we have, we'll roll back to it. So okay, okay. Um, anyway, you can find it anywhere that find um, find uh, fantasy fiction is or any fiction anywhere yes. fiction is sold. So. So, Chris, what have you been working on lately? Anything uh, interesting? Um, I'm working on one screenplay to finish up. And when I get it done, I'm going to put it aside. And I'm going back to uh, a project I feel really good about, but it's time to do the hard editing and rewriting on it mm-hmm. instead cool. of the first draft stuff. Yeah, I I have some seminars coming up um this next month. So I've been working on PowerPoint presentations and also oh. and also yeah, I I I think I'm going to put together fiction anthology too. Uh I I've talked oh. to you about it. I want to yeah. use your one that one story if you're sure. amenable to it. So uh it should be great. I I I'll talk we'll talk about it down the road. I don't want to give it yeah. I, give it away right now, but uh okay. yeah, so so I've been just doing that stuff trying to trying to get stuff you know all my ducks in a row for a new semester of school because we just ended our semester uh this past week and another one starting in a couple weeks and i'll put all that all that information is always in the show notes if you guys uh, need to find it uh so anyway yeah i can uh recommend highly mark's screenwriting classes great yeah and the last class we had we had somebody from who was in alaska yeah, and right. Somebody else who was on the East Coast. Yep. I don't, I'm not sure where. It's not just people in Southern California. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's the great thing about, uh, Zoom has really opened. I, I used to Zoom in a couple other students, but uh-huh. it, it really opened, uh, the, the floodgates where, when, you know, everybody, the pandemic, everybody had yes. to go to, uh, virtual. And, and I still would like to get a classroom, but it's really, it's right now, it's still difficult because everybody's yes. not, nobody's sure what they're doing with the classes and all that stuff. So, um, anyway, yeah, it's on Zoom. It's a great, uh, there's an intro class on Thursday night and, a, and an intermediate class on Tuesday. Yes. And I've just recently changed my policy on the Tuesday classes. You have to take the intro class on Thursday be, just because there's too much. We do that the way we talk, we shortcut my version of, of structure and it's just too hard to pick that up and, and run with it. So, yeah.
Pop Points Podcast, 919-727-4787, which is 919 Scripts, or PopPoints.com. You can also just look around anywhere on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Amazon and Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Apple iTunes, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There, we're all over the place. So Chris, we decided, uh, based on your suggestion to do top streaming original material from wherever, I guess. I think we, did we keep it to Netflix or? Yes, we yeah. kept it to Netflix. And Amazon. Okay. Right? Yeah, I did. So. Okay. Um, anyway, okay, go ahead and give us your, uh, what you consider your top five original. Okay. I had a tough time with this. I hadn't realized how much right. new and original programming that was really good. Yep. So uh, I narrowed it down to 10 and then I went to five. Okay. But I probably could have, my second five could have been a top two, but oh well. Anyway. Five I have is the Adam Project. Oh yeah, okay. Okay, Mank. Okay, uh, Enola Holmes. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, and I'm really enjoying Bridgerton. Okay, and but my top one would be the Queen's Gambit. Mm, yeah, that's on my list too, definitely. So I picked Queen's Gambit also. Uh huh. And I did go to, and I would have picked Anola Anola Holmes also. I didn't, but I would have. I picked um, on on Amazon was Sex Education, which is oh, a British. Yeah. It's a British series, but it's a it's a Netflix original British series. Yeah. Queen's Gambit, of course. Goliath on Amazon, which yeah. I thought was was pretty good, um, yeah. especially the first season. The marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. Terrific wonderful um uh, original series by the same per- people uh-huh. who did um um oh god i can't remember the show uh the one that took place in stars hollow oh, i'll forget I'll, I'll come back to it okay. and uh an, uh, uh, an original movie called sound of metal hmm. about, okay. about a, uh, a rock and roll drummer who's going deaf which i yeah. it just was amazing so um the gilmore girls sorry oh, okay. i just remembered it okay okay well, I'm surprised neither of us on our list had the crown. The crown is yes, the crown is terrific. That's true. You know, I I boy, yeah. How can how could I how could we not pick the crown? <laughs> I was fascinated. I I I I haven't watched the entire run of it yet, but I got up to four seasons, I think. Um yeah. so I'm going to finish it off. I I I think I watched three seasons and I okay. think there's four and two more to come or something okay. like that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go back to it, but I, it's just been, you know, you're right. One of the things you said was you forget how much terrific material there is. Oh, there. absolutely. Just incredible, incredible stuff. So, okay. Well, that's, those are good recommendations from both Chris and I. I think if you watch any of that, uh, you will, I think be thrilled. And the documentary I mentioned, making of a murderer is just unbelievably done you know what blows me away about those documentaries is they were they used um they filmed they followed the the family and the 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 guys that got arrested and put in jail with a camera for for years 
years, literally. Like, yeah. I don't know how you then, how the hell do you keep track of all that footage? It's unbelievable. It's got to be unbelievably confusing. Yeah. I, I just, I'm in awe of those documentary films. I mean, it's one thing to do the keepers. It, the keepers was, but this is real time for year, for literally decades. Yeah. They're, they're following this case. Just blows me away. I, I, anyway, my, my hat's off. If it doesn't get, uh, some sort of an, an award nod, I, I just don't think there's any justice in the world. Well, we know there's no justice in the world. So, all right. Uh, instead of doing a Q and A, Chris, tell me, talk, talk to us a little bit about, uh, you know, I cut you off on, um, on your newest book, but let's talk <laughs> a little, go ahead and, and finish up with your thoughts on your newest book. Well, it's, um, medieval times. Mm-hmm. And I based it on uh, the realm that I created for my uh, Paladin's Journey uh-huh. uh, books. And uh, I just decided to do it a hundred years earlier and that there would be no magic or witchcraft in the stories. Okay. So here I come <laughs> to Desire and Ritually. And uh, I basically broke every one of the rules uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd set up for the earlier books. And uh, the main character, the main narrator, uh, it's first person, is a cat, which is a witch's familiar. 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 Yeah. And I had so much fun writing in this character's point of view. And him getting devoted to a uh, common, like common person with no magic abilities, uh-huh. and the adventures they had, and uh, it was just—I had so much fun. Good, good. Yeah, it um, it shows in the work. I, I started reading it. Um, I haven't, I haven't been able to um, get get to that far in it, but I really, I'm really enjoying it. I always do enjoy your work. I mean, it really is a, a you're a really good writer, and well, thank uh, you. you know, I know we all struggle with certain things in our writing, and but I don't think you have a weakness with uh, with your novel stuff. I really don't. And then, of course, you've been writing for how many years? Well, um, uh, yeah. Time. Well, you started in high school, which I yeah. didn't. I was a musician for for most of that, you know, uh-huh. most of my teens, twenties, and and even into my thirties. But you were you were already writing when you were in high school, which is uh, yeah. definitely shows. So. Anyway, all right. Well, do you have a writer's quote too? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, this is from Lee Brackett. Oh, God, what a terrific writer. Okay. She said, plot is people. Mm. Human emotions and desires founded on the realities of life, mm. working at cross purposes, getting hotter and fiercer as they strike against each other until there's finally an explosion. Mm. That's plot. Yeah, absolutely. She would, she would know. She would know. Yes. In case you guys don't know who Lee Brackett is, she was a terrific science fiction writer. Yes. Uh, but she was also responsible for a lot of film. Um, even when she was younger, uh, she did a lot, a lot of film. I guess her probably what she's known for most, um, is, well, I don't know. What do you think? Her westerns were pretty. Yeah. I, I, 
thoroughly love Rio Bravo. Mm-hmm. And I know she did, uh, which was it, The Big Sleep? Right. She did The Big Sleep. She did um ton of ton, ton of detective stories. Yes. Um, and she did the original screenplay for Star Wars. Right. Right. That was the big one, obviously. So, but yeah, she, she adapted a lot of stuff in the fifties. And, you know, I mean, talking about a, a break of, a, a woman who broke through the, the glass ceiling. Yes. You know, she's writing, she's writing westerns of all the things that women didn't write. Right. And, and hard boiled, uh, detective fiction. Just amazing. Amazing. Well, w- when you watch any of those movies, it's intriguing how good and then how much they stand out the female characters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I knew her as a science fiction writer for the most mm-hmm. part. I didn't realize, uh, she was also a television and movie writer, uh-huh. but, uh, her stuff, I really enjoyed her stuff as a, in sci-fi. So. All right, maybe we'll do a profile on her. At, I, if I haven't already, I might have already. I, I believe don't. you have. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, no, never mind. Go to go to uh, <laughs> go to ocscreenwriters.org. Uh, all the profiles that I end up doing on the podcast end up there. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's call it a call it a podcast. Um, okay. I'm with uh, a good friend and sometimes collaborator. In screenplays, uh, Chris Styers. It's ChristopherStyers.com. His book, Desire and Witchery, just released. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Smashwords, etc. He also has a uh, what? This is the was this the eighth book, Chris? Yes. Yeah. My okay. Novel. So he's yeah. got seven others that you can partake in. Also, quite quite a range, I would say. Um, yeah. And. Um, my name is Mark Sevy, and we are Plot Points Podcast. You can reach us uh, at 919 Scripts, which is 919-727-4787, or plotpoints.com, or iTunes, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, et cetera, et cetera. So for myself, for Chris, for uh, all the men and women at uh, OC Screenwriters, be inspired, do good work. All right.